This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What you want us to say? We're collectively responding to uh, Bonte. It's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful building. It's a beautiful building. And it's nice and quiet inside. <laughs> There we there go. We go. That's a, uh, gonna, a, a gonna, response him, from the whole show. I'm gonna give him. Uh, I'm gonna give him some a little different. I'm gonna say it's the best hotel lobby in the NBA. There you go. That boy Bonte know he watching right now too. <laughs> he fired off that tweet and went to YouTube, <laughs> knowing we was gonna respond to him. Knowing we was gonna respond, <laughs> he still ain't responded to that video we sent him. <laughs> I, know, I know he saw it. Look at that. See, look, everybody thinks the Rams are going to win. I'm the only person in the world that thinks the Lions are going to win. Wow. I didn't realize everyone was in on the Rams like that. I'm the only person That's in the really world. That's really the whole crew. That thinks the Lions are going to win that game. They got three-point games, one-point games, four-point games, three-point games, two-point games. Wow. Okay. One-man wolf pack. Why, why, why do you think that is? I just, is it the way that they're playing? I think I think if, if, if circumstance, for me, because I can understand it. I understand everybody that says the Rams are going to win. If circumstances were different, mm-hmm. I'd probably pick the Rams too. But I just think the Lions are going to be fueled by what is going to be going on in Ford Field. I think that's going to be a special night in Ford Field. Just going on vibes. I'm just going on you. vibes here. Yeah. And, you know, and going through like some of the things that we went through at the Golden One Center for their first mm-hmm. playoff game in 16 years. I think it's the first home. I still haven't seen the exact numbers. The first home playoff game in 30 plus years, I think. In Detroit, That's crazy. so they're gonna be they're gonna be on fire. Then, then you got you'll see stuff like that, like everybody picking the Rams. I think Dan Campbell's gonna have that locker room's ear, you know, for stuff like that. Like, hey, they get an opportunity to play. Nobody believes in us, and we're the underdogs, and everybody's going against this type of stuff. They're gonna be turned up. I, I think the Lions are going really quick search. Not a ton of vetting. January eighth, nineteen ninety four. I have that as the the last home playoff game for the Detroit Pistons. Man. Lines. Jesus it's Christ. That, well, same thing for the Pistons, yes. too. They the got Lions. a little streak going on, too. <laughs> the Lions. <laughs> I think the Pistons haven't won a playoff game, I think, since 06. I remember it was like around the same time as the Kings. I think the Lions are 1-7 in, in playoff games since 1970. <laughs> Man. Shout out Detroit. That's oh. tough. That is Yikes. tough. Yeah, there's a the complete history of Lions playoff games at home. Jeez. Oh, what is this? Well, but McVay, that's a long time. McVay knows golf. That's something that you got to look at. I love. Yeah, and that's that's one. So that's a. I just. I love. I, you know how big I'm. We're wrestling fans. I'm into stories. Yeah. Stafford. Stafford back in Detroit. Yeah. Golf versus McVay. The the uh, the thirty years since uh, a playoff home playoff game. On the flip side, RIP flip side. It could Sam be saying what happened to flip side. He was at that mall in Miami and got taken out yeah, by the alien. By one yeah, of the aliens. Take care of flip side. You know what I'm saying. But, just, but on the flip side, Jared Goff could be looking at this is my revenge game. You you got rid of me. You said I wasn't good enough. You tried to throw me into Bolivian. But here I am. I'm still standing. I'm still strong. I don't know. Get fade into Bolivian, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> if you're the Detroit fans, do you um, boo Matt Stafford? Yes. Okay. Really? That's what I thought too. Yeah, you what absolutely. You, what you were supposed to do? Cheer him? It's a playoff game. We're booing yeah, you. Guys coming for your fine. neck? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. 
or you or there's indifference. You don't say anything. Oh, that's more. Yeah, that, that, that's even worse. That's what somebody said we should do to Buddy. I don't know. The booing's pretty damn funny though. <laughs> I don't know. The that booing, who the that booing is funny. <laughs> but someone, someone asked us that day. You think they're gonna boo him every time he touches the ball? No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Buddy, going back to their old teams, getting booed out the arenas. <laughs> Who would have thought? Well, I mean, Sacramento let Josh Giddy have it more than any. Either. They got they got Miles too. They did get Miles. They yeah. I think they kind of ran out of energy with Miles because we were. Losing. Yeah, we we're like, what the hell's going on? This isn't hey, fun anymore. Oh, it's this, supposed to be up twelve. Oh, this 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 is even better. Pacers are the first game after a five game road trip. Ooh. That means the crowd is rested. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. They gonna they gonna let buddy have it. <laughs> they gonna let buddy have it. Don't and let, there's no Tyrese to cheer. Don't let the Kings go uh, like two and one in their next three. Now we're gonna be feeling good about ourselves. It's gonna be trick. And go on, let the Kings go two and one in their next three because that puts them at four and one yeah. in their that's last a, five. Do a, that. That's a nice little road trip. Yeah, do that. That's a real nice road. Because I'll take three and two right now. Yeah, me too. I'll take three and two right now. Me too. I'm I'm with Yeah, I'm with you. Give me give me one this weekend. I really want the one tonight I just because it's on TV. Is Mark on the call tonight? I don't know. They usually uh uh ESPN uh PR communication, they pick and choose when they want to send out yeah. <laughs> who's on the call these games. Sometimes they just they got it all for you. Like, yeah. This call, this person's on this call. Here's the question. Sometimes they just here. Here's my question. He is on the call. Mark Jones and Monica McNutt. Let's go. go. That's always what I wanted: is Mark Jones to call a game for ESPN that the Sacramento Kings are playing. Angel Gray, the sideline reporter. I'm with it. And luckily, he doesn't have to. uh, They don't have to do the call with Richard Jefferson. Richard Jefferson be hating. You know what he does. You know what I think Richard Jefferson is good at and it and he makes me laugh tiktok <laughs> i hadn't seen him on tiktok <laughs> i just had to do a quick search uh i wasn't sure so i actually i actually see it maybe maybe i just don't look for it enough but here it is the full court presses with the call and all the announcers and stuff like that uh in the second game it's dave pash and bob myers we never talked about bob myers <laughs> Going to the West, <laughs> going to the Washington uh, Commanders. Yeah. Well, he's special. Now, I think he's just a special consultant for their hiring, right? Not necessarily. Yeah, he's not forward. like a general. Yeah, no, I think he's just helping out with the hire. This dude be getting bags everywhere. I think make that money. I'm not mad. Jeez. I had to look up Monica McNutt. What about her? I just, I just feel like I don't. I, not feeling her vibe. No, it's just I, I'm, I'm full disclosure. This is based on personal experience. Okay. <laughs> you qualified to be a, a an NBA color analyst? Did she play in the W? She played at the. She played at Georgetown. Again, this is just based on stuff that I've seen up close and personal. That's all. I'm hating. It's hate. Boy, this the, the I said the game's changed. Mm. The game has changed. That's that's <laughs> that's wild to me. Mm. Hey, salute. Best of luck. But goddamn, the game has changed. Because I, I can hate. tell you as recently I, as I ain't trying to hate, but I could I could, I could be a color analyst. Facts. <laughs> I could tell. And you know what? A decade ago, or a decade in some days, you never had the opportunity. Yeah. Ever, 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 ever had the opportunity. Mm. You could have played. Bruh, you could have won an Olympic gold medal and not gotten the opportunity. You could have won a WNBA championship. Well, not you, but you get what I'm saying. You, you could have won a WNBA championship and not gotten the opportunity. Yeah. Now they just own people on the payroll as an analyst for an NBA game. Hey, salute. I will salute. say this. Um, even though she didn't like really know what she was talking about with the Kings last year, I, I, when I hear her like, on first take and stuff like that, she knows the game. She knows the game. Hey, I don't so, – again, I don't – Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I don't mind her on TV. hundred percent. I don't mind her in the studio yeah. one bit. I just it, – I'm probably not even going to mind her on the game. Right. I just think it's incredible I how know exactly what you mean. much stuff has changed. Yeah. 
know exactly what you mean. Shoot. They used to not let two black people call a game. They didn't want two black people in the studio. Oh, this one's too young. This one's too old. We need a young and an old. We can't have two young people in here. Can't have two black women in here. Man, man, Pat McAfee crazy, but he right. He he things he said in recent days about ESPN are one hundred percent spot on. One hundred percent spot on. See the one. Hey, shout out Mark Jones, Monica. I'm looking forward to listening tonight. Uh, you're listening to D-Though and Casey on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, Carex, QHD2 Sacramento, ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Quick note, uh, James Ham starting his three-day weekend early. Yeah. He deserves it. So y'all jump in on the phones. Yeah, how we, about hey, us, man? You know Where's TC at? You know, <laughs> Ramsey, Randy's random <laughs> moment of the day, call Ram- in. Ramsey, uh, it was hockey night in the NHL on ESPN last night. Anything you want to hey. talk about? Hey, what might have been better than what we were watching. So let me ask. Can I ask you something about last night? Yeah. Did you see inside the NBA? Did I did. You stick around for yeah, it. No, I no. Was... I did not. I went back to it later. <laughs> that game was Bro, done. So, hey, okay, okay. Yeah, don't forget what you said. The best part: we're here when the second half starts, <laughs> and we look up like, "Yo, who the hell is on the floor?" Because obviously we don't have the sound up. Right. So we had no idea that the starters in pool. I'm looking around like, yo, who the hell is that guy? Did they have 38 at the half? Or did they get to 35, I think. We had 35. It was like 70 to 35. Jeez. That's crazy. Makes me feel better about the Kings a little bit. (laughs) Kings had a couple close games. They ain't got blown out at all compared Um, to what we saw yesterday. But so you saw what Kenny Smith was saying about now he said Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, and he said, you know, himself, he said, I wouldn't have done what Joe Mazzula did. Mm-hmm. I would have left them out there on the floor. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have – he used the term, I wouldn't have bailed them out mm-hmm. from that embarrassment by taking them off the floor. I'd be like, no, you guys created this 40-point deficit. Yeah. You at least going to feel it for a little bit. I'm not saying we're going to keep you out there the whole time, but you're going to feel it for a little bit. What do you think about that? Uh, I, 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 I see both – I see – Kenny's line of thinking, like I get both, I get both lines of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the second night of a back-to-back. If you can grab your guys, you know, some wind, I get that. Mike Brown seemingly uses this as an opportunity to see who he's going to use next. True. We've seen it happen with Keon Ellis. We've seen on we 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 saw it happen last year with Chemezi Metu. We we see it happen where these games. You know, get into situations that the Kings aren't going to be able to dig themselves out of them, and Mike out of them. And Mike says, "Okay, we're down forty. Who's playing? Because hmm. trust me, I'm watching." Now I don't know if Joe Mazzola is doing that, but I get that line of thinking. Right. All things considered, full context provided with the second night of a back to back, I'd probably lean the direction of what Joe Mazzola did versus what Kenny Smith wants. The game was already over, and you had like three guys play forty plus minutes yeah. in OT the day before, like. You're not gonna pull guys out there in a game in January 11th. Yeah, like, I, game was lost. Get them out of there. Get them some rest and move on. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I mean, that was egregious. You make it. You make it. No, it's bad. That you, was egregious, and I think that's more Kenny's. I, I like, legit was, didn't know three of the people on the floor. If it was 25, maybe you you know you sit. I don't know if you, you probably wouldn't sit all the guys or whatever, but. I mean, look, nobody, I nobody wouldn't even sit him. Nobody, no, you, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't, you wouldn't mm-hmm. sit him in that situation. But I guess what what Kenny was saying and what I understand is they played just like Jesse just said. Oh, we played a, a double overtime yesterday. You know, uh, you know, we played a bunch of minutes. We're not. We're basically not even going to show up today. Only was like, that. That's how they play. I think they were gassed because they were just missing like open shots, front rimming a lot of stuff too. Like I don't think it was just a matter of oh, we played just whatever. Like I think they were just gassed. They can't be I, that gassed. I don't think guys. They played five five games and seven nights too and stuff like I, that. Time. I don't think guys go out there like you just said. I I think it's closer to what Jesse. Admittedly, I, I was watching as much as I could. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think guys go out there like that with that state of mind. I do think. Well, I think. But I do think it's it spiraled not, out of control, and they might have. Kind of, because they've been they've been up. pretty good on back to backs this season too. I think they're four and two or five and two on back to backs this season. That was yesterday's game was just that was an outlier of the season from them. You're, so you're far. leaving them out there. 
I don't know. I I don't know what I'm doing to be honest with you. I had never thought about thought about it the way Kenny did. Kenny said it on Inside the NBA. I had never thought about it that way. When he said it, I was like, "It's a good point." No, I, I what get I it. Would do. I, I get to it. Be honest with you. If if Joe felt the way that you felt, yeah, maybe you approach it differently. Yeah. If he saw it the way Jesse saw it, I I I hey, hey, I, I want to get a look at. Uh, Kermit or what? What in Stevens and whoever? What's his name? Conrad or what's what, the Lou, Lou, Lou Cornette? Cornette? Cornette, the Green Cornette. You guys need to show some respect. Sorry, he almost got the tip in the other night. Pause. See, yeah. see. You know what? Hold on. Don't even do that idea real quick. Hold on. Yeah, that's crazy. That's passing the all over. That's passing the interference. We're spawning the ball at the forty yard line. First down. It's all over the field. I'm gonna take a walk. See little KC brought to you by Sky River Casino on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. All right, man. Lots to talk about here. I don't know what it is. It's been a while, a couple hours. What you meant was we got two more hours to fill, people. <laughs> and we're going to have fun doing it. No James Ham today, too. means we can laugh a little bit more. Don't have to be. We do need to talk about what James and Kyle were talking about, though. Yeah, I, I said I didn't know we could talk about it. I, I didn't either, but they talked about it for a couple hours. So let's that we'll, we'll we'll dive into it. Jeremy Grant, what's that look like for Sacramento? Um, let's get to these phone lines first. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. Got a man, Jeremy here. Jeremy, what's going on, baby? Hey, what's going on, fellas? First off, I want to apologize for my poor uh, execution of that joke last time I called, but thank you for appreciating it. Well, um, okay. And then second off, what? Uh, how do you feel um, about Jeremy Grant? I was just actually going to ask about that. My man. You guys are getting to it. So uh, let's hear you guys cook it up. Well, well, well before, before we give you our thoughts, what are yours? I mean, I think it would be excellent, you know. I think uh, I don't think you'd have any growing pains at all, you know what I mean? Okay. Um, and uh, it was nice that they got over that uh, last week or uh, on the last two-game stretch. So I couldn't call in early this week, but um, – yeah, I think it'd be a great move. Um, depending on, I didn't hear who they would have to give up for it because I got on the insiders a little too late for that. But um, yeah, so I'm not sure who they'd have to give up, but I, I think it would work well. Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about it. Good yeah. stuff, Jeremy. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. If you want to get in here, uh, James, I think I think it's I think it's okay to use the term reported that, mm-hmm. that there that there, there there may may be some rumblings around. Uh, Sacramento and in, in, in Portland and uh, what a potential deal for for Jeremy Grant might look like. Um, 
certainly did not report that a deal is imminent or anything along those lines, but he had heard enough to bring up the discussion of of Jeremy Grant. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Jeremy Grant's a name that's been discussed a lot uh, in recent years. Of course, it's it's very different now, given the contract that Jeremy Grant signed uh, this offseason. Right. I was in and out of the insiders uh, this morning. I did hear them discuss it a little bit. Knowing James the way that I do, I'm sure somehow this deal that he wants has Thibel in it. <laughs> I don't know. So I you, you got to make the money work with Jeremy Grant. That's what it all boils down to. So it's it's almost certainly Herter and Barnes. Yeah. But my guess is uh, we know, because James reported as much, the Kings did try to land Thibel and were unable to. Right. Uh, this might be their second opportunity to do that if they could work in a, a multi-person trade here. I like Jeremy Grant. Um, it ain't my money, so the money doesn't bother me. Uh, the fit's there. I think I've always liked Jeremy Grant more than John Collins. I don't know what my issue is with John Collins, that especially now. He's not bothering anybody. He's not. I think it's just the stink of Atlanta because I don't like that Hawks team. <laughs> but, it, it, you know, now that he's out of there, I, I don't know. Um but I do like Jeremy Grant more than more than John Collins. And again, it ain't my money, so it don't scare me. Well, here's the thing with the money though. Like that 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 would affect number one, what you would have to give up to acquire mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant, because the money's gotta match up. And then you worry about obviously Malik Monk. Yeah, so I think in in and I'm just going off of the Maybe it was Zach Levine discussion. He said it. You, you'd get hung up. What was the other one? Oh, Siakam, the whiteboard. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's a, a a way to make it all work. You just wouldn't have role players. You just have, yeah. You yeah. at a certain year. It's, I think it's the Keegan year. You, uh-huh. you you you're starting to fill this team out like the Miami Heat. Oh, well, but that's two or three championships in. It's whatever. well. There you go. Herder's obviously gone. That money's off the books. Barnes is gone. That money's off the books. I assume Davion is gone. I'm guessing. I have no idea. That's that's off the books. I don't know if Jeremy Grant costs you draft capital. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't know where the draft picks start to come into play. Because I feel like Monty's very strategic and all this. It reminds me. We need to get to what Zach Lowe wrote. I thought Zach Lowe wrote something that I think may shut a lot of things down. A lot of not not for us, mm-hmm. but a lot of silliness around the league regarding the Sacramento Kings giving up Keegan Murray. I think he might have wrote something that might finally shut that stuff down because, you know, they care what Zach Lowe thinks. Right. So that, that it, it could go a long way. Remind me to get to that. But I, I think draft picks start to come into play. Like, you tier players. This is a tier one player. This is, this is a player we like the absolute most. Mm-hmm. Tier two, ah, that's cool. Tier three, it could help. Where do you, where do you get to the point where you're willing to give up draft picks? Mm-hmm. One tier one, you obviously do. How many? Tier two uh, might depend on years left on the player you're acquiring. Tier three, you're probably not. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant has so much money on his contract, and if Portland trades him, it's obviously because they want off of that money. Mm-hmm. So who's helping who here? Right. And that's right. where that's where you know you start to get into conversations about additional players. Uh, and whether draft capital even needs to be involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as a player, strictly a player, a fit, yeah, I, I, I get li- it. I like him. It works. Yes. I like him here in Sacramento. I think that would that'd be a that'd be a really good deal for 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 the Kings if they were able to to swing that one. Uh, it remind what you said about like who you would give up and everything. It reminds me of uh, the report I saw today about the Jazz. Mm-hmm. I think it was, and they they were talking about the Jazz are open to they're open to listening from about everybody on their roster. And the quote said, uh, "When they look at Laurie Marketing, he's not untouchable, but the price to get him would be somebody you think is untouchable." <laughs> That's a great line. That's tremendous. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Jeremy Grant's money's not crazy. It's a lot. It ends at a lot, but like, okay, sorry. Let me try that again. Well, 
Let me no, no let me try that again. It's not like because we were just talking about Siakam mm-hmm. making like forty fifty million dollars. That's not where he's at. Mm. He signed. I mean, it, again, he signed a really expensive deal. But well, we're talking. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you go any further, I, I know. I that's why I pulled it up. I got it. I got it. Where you go? I got it. I knew. Hey, if, I knew. This, if this is gonna be paid for, we got to ready. do it every day. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Let's, let's let's get in on it. The former are we, number. Are we including the duration of this contract? Because it is the NBA, you can't do that. That that I mean, it's guaranteed money. It's gonna I think, be I think we pocket. should count it to the end of his contract, whatever he's going to end with. All right, he has played ten seasons. Will be going until the end of this contract. He'll be in his. He'll be entering his fifteenth season. Jeremy Grant, the former number two. Or for former number 39 pick in the 2014 NBA draft. Number 39. That's important. Jeremy Grant, number 39 pick in the 2014 NBA draft. So this is gonna be it's gonna be dicey. This is how I'm gonna choose to do this. The, this isn't the most money he will make. It's the most money he's yeah, made to date. I, I, like, I like how you're doing that. That's, that helps. That Obviously, helps. that's this year. Yeah. $27 million. Mm. Remember, there are one, two, three, four more years on the deal after this one to help you gentlemen with your math. Career earnings in 2028. For Jeremy Grant will be what? Wait a minute. Now. I think I'm going to go with $295 million. $295 million for the former number 39 pick in the 2014 NBA draft. Kenny right now is two and one, or one and two. Excuse hey, 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 me. You had it right the first time. Kenny right now is one and two. I'm about to get a five hundred. Twenty twenty four, and Jesse extend his league. Don't say three hundred five. I know that's career. We'll go. Settings. We'll go. Two seventy. Two seventy. Went lower today. Mm. And Jesse Tapia. With another victory. Like I said the other day, in the ESPN standings, it says, Jesse, last 10, 9-1. I'm glad you got that one, though. Bringing his <laughs> bringing his uh, record here in 2024 to 3-1. Oh, the total number of career earnings for Jeremy Grant in 2028 will be $241.6 oh, million. The money... Should Sacramento choose to acquire Jeremy Grant, uh-huh. will be twenty nine million next year, thirty two million the following year, thirty four, and then thirty six million dollars. Hmm. I it's think cheaper than Siakam, huh? That's Siakam, that's what that's, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. And I and I think I'm 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 here on the site. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's cheaper than Zach Levine, isn't it? Yeah, I think Jack, I think like Zach Levine's significantly in the 40s. cheaper. I think he's I think he's in the forties. So Zach, oh, yeah, that's dramatic. Oh, Zach is at 43, 45, and forty eight in his remaining years. Let's do it. Let's Money check. don't bother me. Let me check with Harrison first. But after that, See, let's hey, do it. Let's find out how HB feels about <laughs> Portland. I'm not going to lie, this comment right by Zabo is a little uncalled for here. It says, I'm just like the Dolphins beating up on opponents <laughs> under 500. You need to relax, Zabo. Well, to be to be, to be be fair. There's only a two-man league. It's not my fault. <laughs> to be fair, he's, he's, he's the only guy he can go against is under 500. <laughs> like the Dolphins or the Cowboys. What are the two? What are the two? I like Jeremy Grant. Yeah, I do too. I like Jeremy Grant. I don't how old know is how he? Realistic about twenty nine or is he thirty? I think he's twenty nine, and that you know that that that's a. It, it was it was very literally just on the page I was looking at. Gosh darn it! Um, I believe he's twenty nine years old. Um, he's averaging twenty one three and two this season. Forty one percent from three. 
Come on, man. Say that again. Damn. 41% from three. He's going to turn 30 pretty soon. He's 20. <laughs> Spot track got it down to the. He is 29 and 313 days. Mm. So he'll turn 30 during the season. Damn, bro. That's. So what y'all think? Y'all in? Out? Do we need to put up a poll? What are we doing here? The King's Universal ah. deal, um, Barnes, Harder, and Mitchell works for Thibault and Grant. It works. Yeah. Just got to do it after January 15th. The question to me, the question to me is, so wow. uh, give me that date again. January 15th is when those players are eligible to be like traded. Wednesday a couple days. It's, right? yeah, no, it's it's uh, Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. I was going to say it's MLK Day. Um. Do the Kings need to give up a first in that deal? That's that's what I'm trying to figure out, right? Is that the uh, because you for for them for the for the for the Blazers, you're 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 off the money, which I'm sure that they want, but you're not you're not trading for expiring contracts. So you've got you've got guys on your on your you know your roster for a little bit. You got two years of Kevin Herter at sixteen. Well, just just for rounding purposes, he's at seventeen million and eighteen million, and then of course you've got you know the Harrison Barnes deal. That's not outrageous money. You have you can make your decisions with Davion Mitchell and and and, and stay in pretty easy control of that situation. Harrison's remaining years, eighteen and nineteen. I mean, it's not crazy. Everything everything is saying like. If it's available, make the deal. So that's the question. How available is it? And is draft capital what you use to compete with other teams? Mm. Because let's go with the one that I always harp on. Let's go to Indiana. Mm -hmm. Indiana has that expiring deal for Buddy Heald. What's more appealing to them? Mm. A guy like Barnes and Kevin Herter, maybe a guy like Kevin Herter who could hit some threes for you and and keep you moving and keep you respectable for a while. Mm-hmm. Nah. Just want to just 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 want to uh, want deeper in the black here. I don't know. I'm I, giving I'm giving up a first round pick for the first round. If that, yeah, and if that if that is And Thibel expires, right? I don't believe so. Let me I'll, I'll, I'll look. I'll look. If that's if that's the the thing that's going to get you over the top, then yeah. Uh if that deal is there, and you, Vienna, or somebody else is like I was you wrong. giving up yeah. a pick. Thibel doesn't expire. I'm sorry. Thibel's got two years. Yeah, because we're keeping. I mean, what, what the Kings would be sending to Portland is not necessarily great. Like Terrence hasn't been good. Neither's Herder. So you got to attach attach some picks to that. Yeah, trading Thibel, you're moving off a lot of money too. Like when you when you when you start adding Thibel's money to to the equation. Yeah. Will Z two says um Grant shooting fifty two point six percent wide open from three. Oh, you know, that's what I'm talking about right there. Is this more attractive than Kyle Kuzma? If it's Grant and Thibel, I think it is. If it's Grant and Kuzma, maybe you got to do some thinking about it. Oh, I, see, I, I like, see what you mean. I got you. I feel like the, the, the salary is obviously less, but I think the price to get Kuzma might be less too. It'll definitely be less. Yeah. You're probably keeping Harrison. Jeremy Grant's probably a better defender than Kuzma. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking this through. Yeah, I, I think I think Grant is probably probably better than Kuzma. That deal is better. More than I don't want to say you're 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 not alone in this. You're far from alone in this. Zach Levine. Yeah, Zach Levine comes with a lot of baggage, money wise. Comes with a lot of concern too, like health wise. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels like Jeremy Grant is the exact player you want next to Sabonis, and, and not to. I like Siakam. He's a, he's a, he's a very good player. I feel like Jeremy Grant fits what you want with Demonte Sabonis better than Siakam does. Everybody keeps yeah. talking about a guy yeah. who can stretch, and I was like, wait, why? There's there's no there's no statistical Will Z information that tells us that that's what Siakam does. Right now, there's information that tells us he's better than what he is at this particular moment. But that doesn't mean he's good at it. Jeremy Grant, though, the way the numbers bear out, that's what you want. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think uh I think this is 
This is the move. This is the new it's one? There. This is yeah. the new one. Okay. Well, because I mean, All if you right. look at Portland. Well, it's going to be a long-ass month, by the way. <laughs> just Kings fans, just to know, this is going to be a long month, man. Yeah, if you look at Portland, too, it's like, what is the point of keeping Jeremy Grant on that roster with all that money? Like, wh- yeah. what are you keeping him there for? Maybe they, maybe, you know, I understand. You They obviously, you sign him for this moment or or the or the, or the upcoming moments of trading. You, you signed Jeremy Grant to trade him. Jeremy Grant probably knew that, given the the, the state of that team. A, di- a different, uh, a different version of the Harrison situation, perhaps. Yeah, but with but with Harrison, you're fine if you don't trade him. Like I don't know how Portland, like I don't know that Portland wanted to be saddled with this contract for the next five years. Um, but I, I certainly, I don't, I don't know that. Maybe they're perfectly fine keeping Jeremy Grant. I just don't know that they expected to be this bad. Maybe that was part of the signing too. It was like, if nothing else, he's a big, he's a stretch, he can shoot the three. We probably won't have a difficult time moving him, even if we sign him to this deal. Right. But let's take a look at what this looks like with Scoot and Anthony and these young guys that we got here. Well, you're 10 and 27. All right, let's try a different approach. And the approach may be what can we and 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 man, I wonder what Portland again, if you have multiple teams who are interested in Jeremy Grant, what's the what's the breaking point? Like how do you how do you separate yourself? That's probably where the draft capital comes into play. But at the same time, if I'm Portland, how much younger do I want to get? Right. Right. And now you're just you're just like collecting players. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like, you're just getting players, no rhyme or reason. Getting assets, I guess, whatever, no rhyme or and reason. And remember, the Kings can't send them this year's. Right. So, if we're talking 2025, you go to 2025, you got a few, few more years of school. You got a few more years of these young guys in. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you're probably more invested in the guy you draft this year mm-hmm. because, you know, Scoot's. Scoot's working through things. He's developing. He's developing. Right. Scoots gets gets to a point where he's signing his rookie extension now. He's hitting a different tier, at least we all expect him to, hit a different tier as a player. And it's like, boom, here we go. Let's bring in some more young guys. Hmm. And, 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 of course, the argument, the counter argument is always, no, that's probably not what you want to do, but you use. Yeah, use it as an asset. You use those assets. Yeah. That's right. It's just, that's all you're doing is just, just adding assets to, to make a deal to flip that and make a deal later for somebody a little bit more established or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sold. No, it didn't take long. We did it. (laughs) We did it. We have another, let's see, we focused on, uh, (laughs) no, that wasn't Siakam. And then we, you know, brought up Kuzma and now we're, we'll just shift all our energy to, to, to Portland. Yeah. We got two days to build this up in our heads and now we can just count down to MLK day. (laughs) I have a dream. (laughs) That's what we're waiting for. <laughs> Dre, okay. <laughs> hey, by the way, can we just we, – we recorded some things that are going to air on KSFM on Monday. Let me just point this out for everybody. Celebrating Dr. King on, on, on Monday. Mm-hmm. Contrary to what you were taught in school, he actually gave more than one speech. Contrary to the man having his own holiday, he was hated. Mm. I encourage you, go find out why. Mm -hmm. Don't read the I Have a Dream speech or watch that video again. Go read the letter from Birmingham Jail. Go read that. Go read what scared people back then. And then you'll get a true appreciation for Dr. King. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And it, that man was a lot closer to Malcolm than people want to realize. <laughs> well, he got to his wits end just like everybody else. That's right. Yeah, that's you know, facts. He, he was he was like, you know, this ain't working. That man that man that man made thriller with I Have a Dream and no one paid attention to the rest of his catalog. <laughs> right. Like, hey man, dude got some other hits out there. Yeah. Yep. He got some hits out there, man. Go pay attention. Yeah. And this is the I mean, and and we know how invested the Kings are. In, in in social initiatives, this is the perfect time. Trade for Jeremy Grant on MLK Day. There we go. Come on, man. <laughs> I can't believe those trash ash games they got on Doctor oh, King's birthday. Awful. 
You kept us off Christmas. You kept us off Dr. King's birthday, too. And I'm, I'm telling The right team now. of the year in the NBA? Team of the year. And I'm telling you right now, I'm still sick and tired of saying Victor Wimbiyama. I still can't believe they didn't put him in Paris. He, that is wild. He he hasn't popped the way people think. Not his gameplay, not his skill level or whatever, but just like wanting to see him play. I don't think well, he's popped the way well, they I, thought. Agree to a certain extent. Everybody was watching game one. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe two. Maybe you missed it. Maybe two. Yo, the Spurs have been on national TV like 90 times. Well, that's what I mean. Like you, you don't we, you don't need that. They, They're not good. They thought they thought that he was going to be somebody that was must see TV every time he played. Nah, that's crazy. And he's you hope not. to get lucky though. You hope that you tune in the night he has his first triple double, right? You you you, you hope he, they had a competitive game against Milwaukee. Competitive game against Milwaukee. They beat the Lakers. It was a fun one game time on a on national team. Like yeah. it's whatever. It's whatever. Like they they should have. Like this should be about the time. Well, they actually did. That's why the Kings are on uh, tonight. But when they get to like really get liberal with flexing games, mm-hmm. like it's about 25, 30 games in. Oh, I don't. I don't want to see Memphis no more. Yeah. On national TV. Poor. No more. Poor Ernie. They were flexing the hell out of games in real time last night. <laughs> They're they like, well, we know this game stinks, so let's we're gonna try to go to this one. I this missed is, I heard about that though. They they did that for the Bucks game. They right? went to a twenty point game. There was nothing competitive for them to go to last night. Awful night in the association. They got a gang of games on uh Monday too, they could switch out. Pablo and Mitch are on hold, man. Guys, hang tight. Uh we'll come back. We'll talk with you. It's D'Lo and Casey, brought to you by Sky River Casino. You're on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. I'm, I'm, yeah, okay. Just a song stuck in my head. I don't know what it is. Uh, 916-909-1320. Mitch, we missed you, bro. How you doing, Damon, Casey, hope everything's well? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing well, I think. It's, well, uh, we're getting a storm. We might get some snow. I think by next weekend, we could have just, well, I hope it turns to rain. But, you know, prayers, let's use our prayers for something better, more important things. What's going on in football? Can't they move the Kansas City game, by the way? That games, they're pretty good games. Their end game is at 8 o'clock Sunday night. You know, people have to go to work. But both games on Peacock, I, I didn't make enough money. Uh, they do. I don't yeah. know. Is the is the? I don't think the uh the Rams exclusively on Peacock. No, no there's no, only but the Rams games at eight o'clock. That's a good game. Yeah, that's, he's that's, he's that's he's, he's, he's late games. Both on Peacock, Damon. You gotta make some phone calls, Damon. Casey, you too. So you don't you don't have the app? No, I don't have the app. I won't watch. I won't watch football on the TV. I don't want to watch it on my phone. <laughs> well, no, you can you watch, can watch it, on it on your TV. TV. Mitch, do you have a TV? I have three TVs. I don't buy a TV to, to watch it on my iPhone. No, you can no. still watch uh, it on the TV, Mitch. Mitch, you bought your TV in 1991. <laughs> you should be able to watch the game on the TV. You just got to log into the app. That's all. Oh, it's just, uh, I'm still in the 20th century, it seems. I'm can, sorry. Yeah. Look, look, I have your uh, one, of your, one of your kids. Yeah. He'll set you up. Yeah. And you'll be able to watch it on the TV, on the 70-inch screen that you got. I know you got a big screen. All right, it's four inch. That's that's enough. Uh, enough. You know, I would have gotten a plasma TV, right? And I got my twenty year safe drive award. They changed their awards. The oh, I get it a blender. I don't need it. I don't cook. <laughs> hey, can you try to do something? I like go get rid of uh, Harrison Barnes. They put Wiles in there. If they get Moody and Chandler, I'll be I'll be happy. But I like those two Pac twelve guys, um, Zach Levine, and also uh, Laura. Um, I forgot his last name, Michaelin. <laughs> this will be his fourth team. I'm, I'm a little curious. Why fourth team? <laughs> <laughs> Is he still talking? <laughs> we, we love you, Mitch. Thank, thank you, Mitch. <laughs> who was the other guy, Levine, and who? Lori Mac- Laurel Mac- 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 
that that was an all timer right there. That was one of Mitch's great calls. <laughs> oh my god! That's why he's the goat. That was one of Mitch's greatest <laughs> oh calls. It just what? So what? 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 What was he talking about? The blender? No. The plasma TV in the blender. And they said he got him a. They got him a blender, but he doesn't eat that much. I don't know. All I all I thought about when he said that was the Michael Scott. I finally broke down <laughs> and bought myself a plasma TV. Put it on the wall. <laughs> oh, Mitch! Can you imagine being a radio station and Mitch calls and you don't let that man that on the air? That's crazy. Oh my God, that dude crazy. is so great. Call that boy Lori Mclemore. <laughs> oh. Man. Oh, that's a winner. And then Jesse, Jesse, Jesse was done. Jesse was like, "Song is ending." Oh, I'm still. I'm gonna have. I don't do it often. I might have to go back. I need. I gotta get the. I didn't understand what I'll was t- happening I'll time with the blender. Yeah, I didn't. I was. I wasn't sure myself. I, I thought I knew, but I guess I didn't know. Maybe, maybe his kids got him a blender instead of the. I thought it was his job. Oh, his job got him a blender. That's what I thought. But I don't know, man. What? Mitch, download the Peacock app on your TV. Oh, Mitch! Mitch really, really upset about the the Peacock exclusive game. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, there's there's people on it, and you know, I don't know exactly how old he is, but that's that's what a lot of you know older heads were. Mitch upset lived his about. life on Twitter like a young man. Well, he, <laughs> that boy be getting them up, <laughs> Buddy Hill style. <laughs> Shots on shots. He shoot three seconds into the game. Um, but that's that's what a lot of people were upset about. I mean, yeah. it'll be fine, guys. It'll be fine. I don't. I don't know. I I read an article. Oh Jesus! I don't. It was. It was. Uh oh. It was your boy. Ooh. It was the ringer. It was. It was uh, Bill Simmons who said it. It was an article about what Bill Simmons said. I wasn't listening to Bill Simmons. Why is it a crime to listen to Bill it's Simmons? It's not. It's a you big just, ringer show, I guess. I was, I was listening to him last night, and him and Mike Lombardi. This <laughs> dude oh right gosh, here. Oh, my bro. God, man. You just name drop Mike Lombardi. Bruh, they was talking like they was the Don Dottas, bro. I swear, like, you guys. I'll never forget. I'll never forget they, they were doing a preview of the Super Bowl with the Patriots and, and the Falcons. And they're just like, <laughs> Falcons, they don't stand a chance. This game is this is probably going to be a a three score game by the half. They're going to blow them out. Then obviously it was close. They end up winning. They come back talking about the game. No mention of what they talked about on Friday. I got a I got a question for you. When Bill Simmons podcast episodes drop, you're like, oh, Bill, the new Bill Simmons drop. Like you, are you like, is it appointment listening for you? Sunday is. I do like Sunday. The other ones, uh, I get to them when I get to them, but. Sunday, Sunday is. I, I, like I said, it is the cousin Sal fan. I like him and cousin Sal. And then when he talks Rosillo, talk, like football season ends, and then the, him and Rosillo take over on Sundays and they do basketball. That's not as much as uh, as cousin Sal, but I like those two. I like, I like so. I do so Simmons, Joe Budden. Um, Are you an Apple Podcast guy? I was. I saw they put it on the car, and I tried to get back into it, but nah. Actually, I use the Odyssey app. Good for you. Yeah. How does that work for you? It works fine. I don't have the same problems that every. So a lot of a lot of people were like, usually the live feature. Yeah, a lot a lot of people were talking about like how bad. I don't have no problems with the Odyssey app ever. Really, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm just lucky. But um, the Corner Podcast with Andreas Hell and and Kel Dansby for my boxing and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. and then I just listen to like shows, like radio shows, mm-hmm. their podcasts. But yeah, Simmons is in the rotation. He's what? At the top. He's at the top. No, you just drop a Bill Simmons reference. Like <laughs> he's not. At I don't know if he's at the top. Two, two I used to listen to the Hoop Collective a lot, and so they just well, were like yeah, really that, wrong that about got, stuff. That, and I that, said, "This is not a." I stopped that one. To. Like I went so far as to like just take that off the phone. <laughs> I was like, "I'm not." You know how tough it is, like. For someone to unsubscribe to something. Like, I've got, like, ten different podcasts I don't even listen to, still subscribe to. Yeah, you got steps you have to go through. And there was just a point, I'm done with these dudes. I can't deal with Bon Temps and these guys anymore. I'm oh, out. Brilliant Idiots is on the list, too. I, I listen to Brilliant Idiots.
Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz. I've never listened to that. Yeah, they, they've been doing it for a long time. They used to be better, but it's still pretty good. You guys get like radio fatigue sometimes, like just listening to other sports podcasts and all that? Yeah. I yeah, s- when I need to. I feel like I can only listen to this show. But when I need to shut off, I listen to Joe Budden or or some old wrestling podcast. I find myself like I've I've I really like I was really into Audible like and listening to books. I just I was like going through these books, but like sometimes the stuff that I like to listen to because podcaster I can I can sh- I shut Zone off a little, in and bit. Out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, books. I want to know everything that's in. being said. Yeah, and sometimes man, like the books I listen to. You don't need me listening to that on my way to work. Like you don't need me listening to that. Like I was reading this, uh, I was listening to this. It's called a Huey 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 P. Newton Reader. It's like a bunch of his essays. Mm-hmm. And I was walking. It was this, it was during the uh, break, but with, not our break when the kids were out. Uh-huh. The kids were out of school, so it's just a real quiet, peaceful walk when there's no school, right? Yeah. I found myself getting angry because of what I was listening to. I was like, I, I can't. I can't regularly listen right, to this. Right. And so, yeah, it's uh Yeah. Back to the back to the <laughs> Conrad Thompson podcast. Back to back to back to back to the evil twin referee angle from nineteen eighty nine. That's a classic. That <laughs> text me that uh the link to that one. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I gotta hear that one. It's a good one. He said he didn't know, like, cause he he was the producer. He said he said Vince came up to him and was like do you know the finish? He's like, well, I know we're switching the title. That's all I know. Like, I know we're 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 going with Andre. We're setting up WrestleMania four. He was like, okay. Do you want to know the finish? And he goes, no, I want to see it. Mm. He said, Vince laughed and walked away. He was talking to Earl Hepner, one of the referees. Yeah, he thought it was. The other referee, his brother, <laughs> yeah. who had worked for the company for like two years, he didn't realize he was talking to his twin brother. And he <laughs> gave him all of the instructions for the match and the time codes and everything and sent him out there. And he had no idea. He knew he had a twin brother, but he didn't know he worked for the company until he ran out on the screen and he saw him. <laughs> and then the most That's underrated part of that match or of that whole sequence, one, Hogan sold it like a million bucks. Yeah. And two... He grabs Earl when he determines he's the evil referee and throws him, but overshoots Ted DiBiase and Virgil, and the poor guy it just, was, like, slams Yeah, wasn't it, like, back. on their face? Like, he threw, like, he threw him too hard. <laughs> he throws him too hard, and Andre's not going to catch him. So Andre just watches him hit the ground. It's brutal. It's funny because he's... <laughs> You know he's he's not with us anymore, but he was fine. Yeah, I mean he was he was pretty banged up, but it was oh that's that's my favorite part. That's low key my that's favorite some, part. But that's what I listen to when like that's what I listen to tomorrow. Right, like it's Saturday, I'm out. Yeah. Like I'm out. Sundays when I start to get back into it, but we have an extra day. But it's a Sunday's a game day, so I'm a little bit more locked in. But you know what yeah, I've been listening to, uh, a lot to. You know, it, any time of the day. <laughs> Been listening to WIP a lot. <laughs> I want to hear that dumpster fire. Not going well over there. <laughs> hear that? Them boys be mad. <laughs> they just over there yelling at each other. <laughs> they be mad. I'll be checking them out. You think there's any chance you talk about? Because I think Nick Sirianni is one we were watching. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 something goes wrong, um, do they go the Belichick route? You think about Doug Peterson? I I've thought about that for a second. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I don't I think, think he's so going to start the season on the hot seat. Mm. Um, it's a tough end of the year. Yeah, it's really and, tough. And and like I know I know Trevor Lawrence was banged up. Trevor Lawrence didn't miss any games. No, he missed one. I think C.J. Beathard one? got one start. He's pretty banged up. But I, I think Jacksonville's yeah, issue was that Trevor Lawrence kind of was not good down the stretch. The the, the 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 tough part about that is like Bill Belichick, he he, he coached Tom Brady. It's not like he developed Tom Brady. You know what I mean? He's he's had talented people around him. Maybe that's the you know thing. Not to diminish Bill Belichick, but that's not what he. That's he's not Kyle Shanahan in that regard. Right. Um. And here's here's here, here's another question I have while we're on football. I don't even know where we are, but I, whatever. I don't know, man. What? 
Is Mike Brable a better hire than Bill Belichick right now? Hmm. He might be. A lot of people were like you, were very surprised that Tennessee made that move. That was the wrong call. And they look at Vrabel almost like a Shanahan, like that mm. type of young coach. Okay. I think mm-hmm. Vrabel's a really Might be good a little coach. Extra, I, I, okay. Yeah, I never looked at him in that light. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good coach, though. Mm-hmm. And um, there there are – I don't – I'll answer for myself. So I won't, I won't worry about other people's answers. No. I think Belichick's still <clears throat> higher on the on the list for me if I was going down to coaches. But I say that all that to say, I think there are people who, who say, yeah, absolutely. If I'm a team who is like the Falcons or like teams along those lines, I'm taking Vrabel. Like I think Belichick is the better hire. Like if I'm the Chargers, I'm not going after Vrabel. I'm going after Belichick. Because like Belichick, he's only going to be around for a handful more years or whatever, this next job. But if I need to like rebuild something, yeah, I'm going Vrabel. But I think ultimately, like Belichick's still the better hire. That's probably that's that's probably an important note to this too. We talk about this with quarterbacks sometimes. This very well might be the the key with coaches too. How close are you? Right. And if you're if you're close, and your window is like Jesse alluded, your window's four to five years, or you think you have a window of four to five years, maybe Belichick is the answer. I think I could argue against it, mm-hmm. but. I can't, I, I can't argue against hiring Bill Belichick, but I can argue for hiring Mike Vrabel, mm-hmm. right, where you could take advantage of the window and then some. The, the, the weird thing is I don't know that coaches – I don't know that organizations do that anymore. I mm-hmm. think they work within a four- to five-year window mm-hmm. and think – like if uh, we I – th- I think everyone leans towards the Chargers because of Herbert. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got a four to five window year with Herbert, or, or, or potentially if you sign Bill Belichick. All right, well then what happens next with Justin Herbert? Is Justin Herbert taking off? Because if he's taking off, Bill Belichick ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's the like Andy Reid can coach forever yeah. until Patrick Mahomes says he's done. <laughs> Andy Reid can be Andy Reid can be done then. I chuckle because that was something I heard this morning. Mike Florio, did you hear what he he said? I didn't. He just, maybe I should start doing this. I don't know. Just threw something out there. He's like, well, don't be surprised if Andy Reid retires that Bill Belichick may be on the, the radar for the Chiefs. Bro, that's like Florio's whole shtick now. It makes no <laughs> sense. Like, I got to follow the guy because of it. He just throws out these <laughs> So now, hey, you know, like this could happen if so-and-so gets fired or they leave and then maybe <laughs> this guy comes here. Like maybe, you know, like he does that all the time. Why would Andy Reid retire? <laughs> so so I don't think Florio, I think somebody asked him about the report and, and Andy Reid kind of chuckled. Goes, I'm old. I'm not that old. <laughs> I'm not basically saying I'm not, I'm not retiring. Like what are you guys talking about? Well, yeah, Andy Reid's 65 years old. Andy Reid ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Andy Reid could probably coach out Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid is trying to become the winningest coach of all time. I need Andy Reid to stay healthy. I get I, Andy Reid. I legit get worried about Andy Reid because I feel like Andy Reid like always looks. Hey, my man, good week one, and then by like week 16, it's like, oh man, it should, it should be. It should be all them long well, days. Not, yeah, but them, long days. Yeah, eating at, at 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm sure he has, like, healthy habits and healthy means and sleeps well and does all of that stuff, you know, during the off season, And then season gets here. And, it, and it, it's, it's, it's literally what Nick Saban said yesterday. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I could do the 2 a.m. stuff. Right. That's a lot harder now. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. when you're when you're a coach, man, that's tough. And I just want Andy to be healthy because I, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. I think he could coach out Patrick Mahomes his sure. entire career. For sure, man. He, he's like you said, he's not going anywhere. He's one of my favorite anywhere. coaches. So Florio just saying, ah, well, look for it. Well, your boy. What are you talking about? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.